0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the library. No matter where you're from or what you're going through, you're in the library now, and I'm glad you're here. Today, we're going to be talking about some of the worst televangelists. Uh, they're not in any particular order, because it's kind of hard to rank people like that. But, uh, yeah, so to understand the tactics of the televangelists we're going to be covering today, first, got to understand the message that they all preach. It's called the prosperity gospel. Now, the basics of the prosperity gospel are as follows. The more you worship God, visualize wealth, and most importantly, send money to the church, the more God will bless you with material possessions, like money. These dudes literally turned God into a pyramid scheme. Seriously, they make people think that they're going to be rich one day just by believing God's going to do it think if you're smart enough to be in my library you understand how predatory and truly evil that is however there are many folks who hear someone in a suit talk about what god wants for them and they can't comprehend that a man who fits the look so well may be lying to them about something they have been shamed into not questioning their entire lives these pastors have perverted the word of god to fill their pockets or get their dick wet and they will have a special place in hell So first up is Joel Olstein. Joel's been operating his church Lakewood in Houston, Texas since 1999 when he inherited it from his father John Olstein. T- after taking over the church, Joel quintupled attendance and moved the church into a former sports arena leased by the city of Houston for twelve million dollars up front, a hundred million dollars in renovations, then a seven and a half million dollar acquisition of the property. Joel is the king of Houston, and he's probably the most famous of all the televangelists. Other than his ungodly net worth of over $40 million, there's really only one scandal that, is, that involves him slash his church. On November 10th, 2021, a plumber was fixing something in the wall at Lakeside Church, and after cutting a hole, around 500 envelopes full of cash fell out. The church, the church denied having any information as to where that money came from. Considering it was found in their wall, I find that claim to be absolutely retarded. And here's where things get really good. In 2014, six hundred thousand dollars in cash were stolen from the church's vault. Houston authorities investigated the theft to no avail. But the cash found in 21, 2021, seems to be around six hundred thousand dollars, though never officially stated because absolutely no information has surfaced since the incident. Uh, actually, the incident only surfaced because a plumber, the, the the plumber called into a radio show in Houston and talked about the incident. It's pretty clear that some laundry was going on, but hey, he's the king of Houston. Kenneth Copeland first got started in the televangelism game by attending the college of and being the pilot chauffeur of one of the first prosperity gospel televangelists, Oral Roberts. In 1967, Kenneth and his wife Gloria founded Kenneth Copeland Ministries, or KCM, in Fort Worth, Texas. He has claimed in an interview that the ministry has brought over 122 million people to the Lord Jesus Christ. KCM specializes in three to six day revival type services all around the globe. Go ahead and guess this man's net worth. $750 million. Holy hell. Ken resides in an 18,000 square foot, 100% tax free lakefront home. He once said that when people drive by, quote, they will know there is a God. That's questionable. Ken believes that God wants you to live in a life of, quote, luxury, and open re- openly refuses to fly on commercial airlines. He instead takes his $20 million private jet to the function because when you're saving souls at, at a rate such as Kenneth Copeland, you simply don't have time to fly commercial. At least that's what he'd tell you. Bro, if Kanye can do it, I think you'll be okay. There's actually a crazy video from Inside Edition interviewing Ken about this subject, and he really loses his temper and shows his true colors, I think. I highly recommend you check it out, and I'll link it down in the description. Something about his face really makes you feel as though though he's a true demon. In 2020, Ken was dropped from his network, TBN, for a combination of statements about COVID-19 being a, quote, weak flu that could be cured from a blow from the winds of God but mainly it was his comments about God's chosen people and their ability to amass wealth wherever they go. Looks like he's with Kanye on that one. Creflo Dollar, ironic name, began World Changers Church International in College Park, Georgia, a suburb of Atlanta, Services started in a school cafeteria in 1986, and now the church has many campuses, one being the Paradise Theater in the Bronx. Creflo has the modest net, has, has a, a modest net worth of 27 million dollars, two Rolls Royces, a private jet worth 67 million dollars, and three mansions, each worth over two million dollars. To get that jet, he asked each of his congregants to donate $300, but after much controversy from the ambitious ask, it quickly disappeared. Creflo has been the subject of many controversies similar to the plain thing, especially when it comes to his teachings about tithing and how important it is for Christians to give their money to their church. He has many sermons, books, and other works regarding tithing, but he took it all back in 2022 stating that he misled people with his teachings on the subject. But there is one incident far worse than all the others, and it actually led to his arrest. In June of 2012, Dollar was arrested for an alleged attack on his 15-year-old daughter, according to the Fayette County, Georgia Sheriff's Office. Dollar was accused of choking and punching the girl, a story corroborated by Dollar's older daughter, and Fayette County Police released details of the subsequent 911 call. The charges were dropped in January of 2013, and after he attended anger management classes because it's our damn right as an American to choke and punch our daughters. Peter Popoff began his career of lies and evil in 1960 when he was a child called the Miracle Boy Evangelist preaching at his father's revival where it was advertised that he had special healing powers from God. Peter married his wife Elizabeth in 1971 and started a television ministry that was being seen nationally by the early 1980s. The main focus of the ministry was scamming sick people into sending them money for prayer, which they were being told was the only cure they needed. He would demand that people throw their prescriptions onto the stage because they didn't need them anymore, and a lot of people followed his directions. He would bring people on stage, and his wife would be in an earpiece, telling him that all their informa- telling him all their information that they filled out on a form prior to the service. Peter would make it seem like God was telling him everything about them and how to cure them. Then he would claim to do so. he also planted fake handicapped people in the audience who would who would also who he would also bring on stage and make rise from their wheelchairs, curing them. He was busted for all this in 1986, according to GQ magazine. Another funny scandal with Peter is from 1985, when he started a new initiative and begged for donations to tie Bibles to balloons and float them over the border into the Soviet Union. What? This obviously led to very many skeptics because of how stupid the idea was, and people demanded evidence that he was using the money to actually buy the supplies for this grew from Despicable Me style plot. Ironically, a few days after the demands, Peter's facilities were burglarized, and all of his money from the initiative was stolen. He went on air with tears in his eyes to, to ask his congregation to help him recover from the burglary. In 1987, Peter declared bankruptcy due to being almost completely exposed as a fraud by James Randi on The Tonight Show starring Jimmy Carson. He licked his wounds for a decade, then slowly came back and is back to scamming your grandmother with a net worth over $12 million. He has currently given away Miracle Spring Water in exchange for donations. Some time ago, I requested his healing services, and it was really an interesting experience. So I went ahead and contacted Old Petey again. Stay tuned for when he finally gets back with me.